Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Robin Leonio joining you here today. Of course, I uh, got now Carl Pavlik with me um, once again for today's episode. Today is Thursday, September 9th. For you here, fans in Arizona, today is a, is a big day. Uh, we'll get to, uh, um, we'll, we'll have a little fun segment for you later, but I do want to say and celebrate with you guys that today is the first day that sports betting is legal in here in the state. Oh, yes. I love Ooh. it. Uh, man, I couldn't be more excited. Um, so today, on later on today's episode, we'll uh, we'll go through some fun lines on <laughs> things you can bet on. Um, why not? Um, because, again, we can do it now. But not only that, you got a lot of other fun stuff today. Um, Carl, I mean... I mean, today was a, I mean, you know, some interesting things that we that were that were seen from today's episode, right? Oh yeah, uh, we got some stuff coming up. Uh, should be pretty good. Gonna be looking at the team, looking at some cool things that the team did. Um, should be a pretty fun episode. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and start with the. Uh, uh, actually, before we start, I want to let to uh, just give you guys a quick heads up. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection. Reliably, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. When you go, when you go there, just tell them that Locked On sent you, um, so they know that we sent you. Um, but anyways, let's start the the top story of today's episode, and getting to the fact that well, it's to say it was it was a press release that was released. What was it? Um, this this morning, yeah, this morning. Oh, uh, not really. Oh, uh, this the morning of the time we're recording this. So on on uh, Wednesday morning, Arizona Coyotes will be launching a coaching internship program to uh, provide young, diverse hockey coaches with an opportunity to learn and develop by working directly with Coyotes head coach Andre Torrini. This is happening during the um, prospect development camp, which we talked about starts well today. Yeah. Uh, it's a really cool sounding program. Uh, the two uh, coaches are, looks like Dante Ambercrombie, uh, Nathaniel Brooks. Um, they both have some pretty extensive junior experience and they're going to get a chance to be at an NHL coaching training camp. And that's definitely a, a great experience for everyone. Uh, we always talk about how good it is experience for the prospects, but it's an equally good experience for like, coaching people and people in the front office end uh, to get to experience these kind of training camps and learn what the job is at that level. Especially you know, with the kind of coaches that they're um, doing in this um, for this program. I'm looking at their, uh, you know, their quote resumes based off what the press release, the Coyote sent us and uh, Amber Combi's uh, actually, an assistant coach at Stevenson University for a, which is a NCAA Division three, which we all know is pretty small. Like, I think we can say like what 
ASU has a Division One team, and uh, and U of A has an ACHA team, and even the ACHA team is actually for, on a lot of fronts kind of bigger than NCAA Division Three. Oh yeah, um, and I do always like to remind people before ASU had an NCAA team, they had an ACHA team, um, and they were one of the better ones towards the end of that. And it's definitely they won a, a national championship with that. They did. I have a t-shirt for it. Um, but it's definitely like a level, a, a lower level program on NCAA double, Division Three. But it's also just really good to give people experience because you never know what you're going to find in lower programs. Like I said, ASU went from ACHA to NCAA, kept their coach. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show you, like, there's talent at all levels, and if you can find it, doesn't matter where they're coming from, they can maybe do something special. That's why it's cool. I think that this, um, that they're do- that they're able to, you know, have this kind of program and, and to, you know, help guide some of these coaches. I mean, Brooks is, a, you know, he's a little more tenured out. He's actually gone through quite a bit. I mean, he's seen the OAS, the OHL, and the USHL, which are pretty high level. Uh, junior programs yeah um so but i mean that just tells you that they're you know they're getting people from all backgrounds and i mean that's why they're going you know young diverse hockey coaches that's that's what that's their goal and trying to figure out you know from you know from what background is this guy coming from and how can we help them become a better coach yeah and diversity is definitely something that the coyotes have been talking about a lot these past few years and for good reason. Arizona is a very diverse state. It's very appealing to the um, local population to be like, hey, we're a diverse team. And plus, uh, the Coyotes have the what only uh, Hispanic owner um, in the league. So there are like reasons to champion this cause. And it seems like they found two really good candidates for a first ever run of this program. And that's really cool. Yeah, you said like you said that that this has been uh, something that they've been focusing on, and you know, diversity and everything like that. The last few years, I think it has been put to the forefront just the last year. Ever since uh, Javier Gutierrez was hired as president, yeah, um, I think he even said he wants to focus on community outreach. He wants to focus on, um, you know, yeah, diversity and reaching out to different you know, people from all different backgrounds because obviously he and him being the, also the first Hispanic president yeah. <laughs> of a NHL club, which is huge. So like, I mean, not only a Hispanic owner, but a Hispanic president, which, you know, that, that, that just tells you what the kind of background Arizona's coming from. Yeah. And it's, it's fine to, to say that you want to do stuff, but it's a completely different thing to actually go out and do it. And people tend to respect it when, you know, People do what they say they're going to do. And this is a good thing that the Coyotes can point to and be like, hey, this is something we're doing. Uh, I'd like to see them do more. Um, I think especially with a young team, there's like a lot of chances to like try new things with younger players and see how they respond to it. Um, But so hopefully this is like the first of many, but it's a cool program and I'm pretty excited for it. It is a cool program and excited for it. And I want to see um, kind of how this goes in the future, obviously, because they're only doing this, you know, they're, they're only shadow, uh, shadowing uh, Torne during the, and the coaching staff during the uh, prospect development camp. 
this for this next week, sort of this next few days. That's what it's going to be. Um, but what also like like what other opportunities are there going to be? Because that's a short week, and are they going to do it once a year? Like that's not a lot of opportunities, especially since they only got two people. Like, and there's, I mean, obviously, you know, there's only like you can't just invite every coach under the moon to come. Because that's just ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, try to create as many opportunities as you can. Especially, let's even put it this way: especially if there are coaches like of diverse backgrounds within this own state. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's one of the you know it's a good pilot program, I would say, and it's definitely something that the team should build off of. Uh, it's up to them to do more from this. Like this is a, a great jumping off point. Granted, I don't know what that would be. Like, logistically, I cannot imagine the numerous schedules that all of these, like, people have because you're dealing with multiple leagues, you know, travel. Even during, like, uh, COVID, like, I I wonder if there's going to be, like, border difficulties with uh, Canada. But do more. Like, build off of this. I, I think everyone kind of is hoping for that. Yeah, and, and and to be clear, I wanted to make sure like I, I got this clear is this is like a, like essentially their pilot program on doing this is they're just gonna see how this runs, and I'm pretty sure if this is you know as successful as they hope it's gonna be, which I don't see why it won't be, then yeah, of course they're gonna start you know expanding this and and seeing what they can make out of it, and like like what you were saying too before, like just. To, in the general aspect of it excited to see what they make out of it and you know what it becomes yeah i mean i haven't heard of anything like this i don't know if you've heard of anything like yeah. this yeah like it's definitely one of those things where we're we're in kind of uncharted waters on what we can do which is very exciting because it means you can do almost anything from this point um yeah it's just going to be i hope that we can see this as like the first step not the last yeah the 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 one thing i do like um and i i've this is the first definitely the first program i'm hearing of uh bringing in young coaches um i've seen you know like hey we'll go invite like a youth program skate with the team maybe a day i mean maybe i haven't heard that in a while but whatever um the one program and that that's you know young aspiring people in their career of something that that comes to mind to me is a team doing uh inviting young aspiring sports journalists sure. to come to come and you know view the game in the in the eyes of a sports journalist interview players and do all that kind of stuff which i think was a really fun uh it seems like a really fun experience and guess what i did that <laughs> yeah look where i am now <laughs> look where you are you got podcast um it's definitely teams do a lot to to help grow the game which is good uh i think we've kind of seen in general uh the coyotes approach to growing the game of hockey in arizona in the growth of the arizona youth hockey program so it'd be really cool if we can get more like local programs like this and and highlighting it like because i'm sure they're already there but making sure that people are aware of it, that would be, you know, a really cool thing for the team to do and build up a lot of goodwill. Growing the game, that's what everyone wants. Yep. That's what absolutely everyone wants. Hey, we still got a lot to get to on this show. Uh, coming up on the next segment, we will talk about the um, 
uh, we'll talk about some lines and what the Coyotes uh, might look like because this is a completely different team for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, but first, before we get to that next segment, I want to let you guys know, but today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why in, uh, they're often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Well, wait for the person behind the counter as they order parts on the computer, choosing only the brands they have in their warehouse. And it just is a mess. You have computers and you have an access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Or I'll give you give you a good example here. Uh, you can cut because you can find a lot of parts. You can find brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. I started look, looking on the website myself for parts for my Mustang. I looked for spark plugs, and I compared the prices to uh, you know my local store, and it's like, uh, you know, it's half the cost. I can get uh, like a pair of spark plugs for like you know what were one spark plug for like five bucks versus you know ten bucks at the at the local auto parts store, which obviously will save me a lot of money since I need six of them. That's it's just a no-brainer, but Rock Auto is the place to go to check this out. So you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows while you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simpler way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And it's the best part, no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, now back on to the next segment here on Locked On Coyotes. Once again, Robin Leonio with Carl Pavlik of FiveForHowling.com to discuss on this wonderful uh, Thursday, September 9th, once again. Uh, today, we're going to now just go to some, uh, take a look at uh, team lines for the Arizona Coyotes. Where are the, What's this team going to look like? Because... We are entering kind of questionable, kind of uncharted waters, Carl. Right? Because this team is like, I'm gonna say what, like eighty percent different. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking at the roster and I don't recognize a lot of things. Uh, I, I'm looking at daily faceoff right now, and four of the forwards don't even have numbers yet, and it is just. Bill Armstrong wholesale blew up this team, and it is impressive in how complete that destruction was. I mean, remember, uh, like, like you heard us talking on the previous episode and uh, or episodes 
about how Bill Armstrong pretty much did what he had to do, and he did the job right on rebuilding, on starting the rebuild. Obviously, I can't say rebuilding him because it's it's just starting. Yeah. Um, but to set it up, to set up the rebuild, I mean, I could, you couldn't have done it a better way. Yeah. If the purpose of his offseason was to get a lot of picks and get rid of a lot of players to maximize the value, he accomplished that. Uh, and it's impressive to watch um, purely from like an outsider objective uh, position. And it has led to a completely different Arizona Coyotes team. Yeah, I guess the Arizona Coyotes team is going to be look. Yeah, it's going to look incredibly different. Um, I mean, let's put it this way: like, I'm going to say, like, as of right now, what that top line is probably going to be this, like, very. It's going to be it's going to be familiar names. Like the only reason I can see someone new being on the top line is maybe if Dmitry Yoskin like. And shows passes. up yeah which i mean is definitely possible i know he didn't look good in his last nhl outing but he was lighting it up in the khl it's not a insignificant league he could definitely you know potentially come in and surprise a lot of people yeah that's definitely possible i mean i mean i think a lot of us would would consider yashkin i mean i think the best way to cons- to talk talk about it because that means he can move between any of these lines like three lines based off how he can look on any given day is a top nine forward yeah top, um, nine. top nine he's a top nine forward um because he can maybe one day like you know yeah he can go third line second line first line it, he can really do whatever uh whatever Torne wants uh, what it needs him to do um yeah. and i think that that's what's going to be beneficial for him yeah um so I like to see exactly where he slots up by the time opening night hits, though, because um, that will be. Because I'm trying to figure it out. Um, da- Daily Faceoff right now has him as a third line, uh, right wing. Yeah, but obviously, you know, we haven't even like training camp just starts today, so we're just barely getting the stretch. I mean, and oh, development camp starts today. Development camp. So it's not even training camp. Yeah. yeah, it's not even training camp. So like, I mean. Uh, I brought this up before we started the the podcast. I would say I would at least have him where Fisher is on the second line. Um, but it's you know he has no rating. There's like no way to quantify him because he's been playing in a different league in a different continent for the past couple seasons. So we don't really know. Um, he is definitely the biggest question mark. Um. I mean, isn't that why there was a huge question mark um, behind it, exactly how good Kirill Kaprizov was until he finally hit the ice? And then it was like, oh, yeah. he's this good. <laughs> I mean, there was questions about Panarin and how good he was. And then there was questions about how good he was outside of Patrick Kane. So there's always questions when it comes to these KHL players um, because Americans are unfortunately not well-versed enough in the KHL, I'm guessing. I mean, they're only paying attention. Most, most of us are only really paying attention to the NHL. Some yeah. of us to maybe even the minor, like the AHL and the ECHL, just because they're, well, obviously still here in, in, in North America. But yeah, still, like, yeah, but like, I mean, there's so much hockey. There's no way that any one person could know everything. Uh, every time I have to look up prospects where I'm like, 
in multiple leagues across multiple continents, you're like, there's just so much. There's no way one person can know all of this. I might try to get a CHL screaming package, but like that's as much as I could probably handle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just so I can watch um, um, the OHL so we can see exactly how good Shane Wright is. Yeah. I mean, they're uh, watching juniors games with a player to watch. I, I remember the times when the Coyotes were predicted to pick high and you're just watch, looking out for highlights. You're like, yep, this is what makes this season uh, worth it. Uh, and anyways, back to the lines though. Yeah. Um, so you, again, you still have familiar, familiar faces on this roster. Um, like, so like, again, daily face off um, as of now, their top line is Keller, Schmaltz and Kessel. Yeah. Um, and you and I said before we started recording is, Kessel's probably not going to last. He's not going to stay on this team. He wants to leave. Yeah, Obviously, he wants he to leave. He, he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuilding team. That's just like, come on. That's just torture for yeah. a veteran like him to be on a team that wants to lose. Like, Yeah. I mean, he, the only reason Phil Kessel came to the Arizona Coyotes was because of Rick Tockett. I, I do not think that is a controversial statement to make. Uh, the team had more shine to them when he did come but yeah he was here for his coach and now that the team is rebuilding they don't have his coach he wants out the team wants assets so they want him gone so i don't see why he's going to be on the team yeah um yeah it's going to be interesting to see how that one turns out what they get him for um or what they get for him Rather, um, but yeah, it will be. But for now, he's according, at least according to Daily Faceoff, the uh, top right wing. Um, and like you said, with the Yushkin and Fisher thing, yeah, I, I just don't know why even Fisher on that second line. Fisher's not even that great of a winger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Antoine Roussel is ranked higher than him. I'm kind of confused by that. Um. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense that Daisy Lady Faceoff wants Erickson, Beagle, and Roussel in the same because they're all four bad forwards that just put them on all on the fourth line just because they know how to do work well with each other. Yeah, and Christian Fisher has played with Lawson Cross before, so maybe they're like, I don't know, they'll play together again. Um, but that's a weird. Although, one thing I'll real one one thing I'll joke about now is the fact that think about now if that is the fourth line. That is a uh, a twelve million dollar fourth line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm so oh. glad you said that. Uh, that that's just beautiful. Uh, we I want that to be the fourth line now, and I want it to be a thing. Like I want T-shirts uh, with the <laughs> price tag for fourth line. The most expensive fourth line. Beautiful. It's got to be the most expensive fourth line. I don't think any of like, if we got to find out now, like <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do our research for the next couple episodes. Who's got the most expensive fourth line? <laughs> if it's the Coyotes, then we have to make the shirts. Yes. Um, and I'm just trying to like go through teams off the top of my head and I can't. Oh. 
I'm not gonna lie. I don't know many teams' fourth lines because, yeah. um, but I can't think of anything that's going to be anywhere close to that. It is truly phenomenal, uh, and t-shirts are coming. T-shirts will be coming. If uh, no one else makes them, we will. Oh yeah, Cause that because that's just that's just amazing. That is just amazing. Um. Defensive pairings, though, is I think that's going to be the fun one. Um, do we want to do that now? Or do we want to do, or do we want to wait for? for we want to tease people, bring that tomorrow. Let uh-huh. Let's do defensive pairings tomorrow. Uh, we will do defensive pairings tomorrow because we got because we are running up on time on this segment, anyways. Yeah, um, and the defensive have, pairings are good, unlike the offensive pairings. Yeah, defensive pairings are going to be fun to play around with. So we yeah. will get to that. We will get to defensive pairings tomorrow, as I so that will be a teaser for you to go ahead and um, listen to tomorrow's episode. But we still got more to get to tomorrow. Once again, it is the betting day, so we will get to all that on the next segment but first i want to remind you guys of built bar the best tasting protein bar in the land you guys know you guys know the drill it's got so many flavors there was something for everybody from raspberry to orange to german chocolate double chocolate you can again never go wrong with any of these if you haven't tried any of them once again you get a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors and then from there you can you, you can just like you know what I really like the uh, coconut flavor. I'm going to go ahead and buy a full box of those. Um, Because you know what? You guys deserve something very tasty and very healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. And only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off your order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And today's episode also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's that time of year again, all eyes on football, as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survival Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website using mobile device to sign up for a free account today and receive a 100% welcome bonus using the promo code LOCKEDON. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo and make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage for all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And that brings us to our final segment. It is betting day, the first day of legal sports betting. 
in the state of Arizona. I couldn't be more excited uh, because, oh my man, like I think I think everyone's been waiting for the day sports betting just becoming legal across the, you know across the country, and it's only been coming state by state. Finally, here in Arizona, and because of that, I know a lot of you guys want to place your bets. Um, of course, as you heard me just say, we recommend you place your bets on BetOnline.ag. Um, but we have a lot of fun, <laughs> really fun lines. If you want to bet on any Arizona based lines, and we have a couple other ones too that we can mention to you. But we're going to b- b- mention some Arizona baselines. And Carl, I know you're going to be in, to f- in for some fun uh, hearing some of these. I mean, fun is uh, <laughs> is a word to describe it. Uh, <laughs> we are talking about odds and we are talking about the Arizona Coyotes next season. Fun is, uh, <laughs> yeah, fun. Let's go with fun. I mean, this is a way to put it this way. You can make. Low, like like a super super low risk bet on on the coyotes and with a high yield reward uh let's go ahead you know what uh no i'll i'll, I'll wait for i'll wait that one to be the last one but let's I'll, I'll go in order from what i have in my bet slip here sure um of what i put what i put together on bet online uh so regular season point totals with arizona coyotes they are set uh, bet online has it set at 67 and a half and um, which if you bet the over, it is minus 105. And I think the under was like even like minus 120 or something like that. I didn't even <laughs> see it because I put everything else together so quickly. But yeah, um, that is a very low point total, um, which just if that's what we're looking at for odds, I, I can't help but think this is going to be a rough season. <laughs> if anyone had any doubts, um, not the worst Arizona Coyotes point total. Uh, we were looking at, yeah, back when the Connor McDavid, it was in the fifties. The I would probably, I'd probably bet the under on that one. I think they're going to be <laughs> bet <the> under. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from the words, like, and you've heard me say on this episode and previous episodes, and it's essentially uh, something that Craig Morgan said a couple times when we had him on last month, and that is, this is a team that's trying to lose. Yeah. (laughs) So they won't admit it, and obviously they'll probably get mad for us saying that there are, but I mean, come on, let's let's be real here. Yeah. Uh, the, The general caveat... Athletes do not tank. Uh, organizations do. Every single person on the Coyotes is going to be trying as hard as they can to win every game uh, yeah. because they don't want to lose their job to some like rookie. Uh, that being said, they are still going to be terrible next season. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, I think 66 points is a bit too high uh, for what we're actually looking at for next season. It's going to be rough. And again, that is like the because of the way that works. That those odds are like probably like the quote safest odds bet bets you can make. So like, if you want to bet something, like you can bet the over under on those points totals. Um, I would also bet the under. Yeah. Um, just because that's just uh it's just not going to be a good. I mean, they there there are some bad teams in the NHL. Um, I think Buffalo has a lower point total based off of bet on I think it was like 65 yeah um but and it looks like Detroit is still like just 
deep in the gutter too but yeah they're i think they're around the same i think ottawa's probably down there too so like i think those four teams arizona detroit ottawa and and buffalo all below 70 points yeah it's definitely like the the coyotes may not be the worst team next season uh but they're gonna be one of the worst teams next season (laughs) they will be I know it's going to suck for a lot of you big diehard fans out there, but stick with it. The process, let let the process go. Yeah. Um anyways, but to those that still are still curious about the betting lines, if you want to make any of these uh like like a low risk bet, like put a dollar on one of these, you can still get a pretty high reward for some of these because for the Arizona Coyotes to win the Central Division, Plus fifteen thousand. Oh, it's so, it's so bad. And like when you look at the next team, the Nashville Predators, uh, who before the start of this offseason, I didn't think were much better than the Coyotes are going to be. They are plus four thousand. It is ridiculous how bad they are and where they are at in these standings it it hurts you said this was gonna be fun <laughs> uh fun in a different way um you know just fun because like it's like whoa this is uh, here yeah. we go to the uh stanley cup odds odds to win the stanley cup plus twenty thousand. yeah that seems fair uh and I'm telling you, if you bet on the sale on the Arizona Coyotes to win the Stanley Cup, honestly, you should probably win more money. But you should not be allowed to have that money because you one dollar deserve it. A one dollar bet on the uh, so like obviously just so people to kind of understand how that works. So a one dollar bet on the on the Coyotes to win the Stanley Cup will yield you back two hundred dollars. Like. Yeah. So again, these are like you can make a low risk bet. Heck, you can. I wonder if you on bet online. No, you can't do it. I was gonna see if you could, if you could uh, uh, bet fifty. Oh, you can. <laughs> you can bet fifty cents. <laughs> I mean, you got two quarters. What else are you gonna do with them? Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, Instead of throwing your change in a wishing well, just bet on the Coyotes <laughs> to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> let's keep. All right, let's keep going. Um, okay. A little bit of a uh, of a more up in the. I don't really say uh, not quote up in the air, but like lower odds, like like better, like quote better odds than of course the Stanley Cup one is the odds to make the playoffs. That's plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, which. I mean, it's it's more reasonable. Um, it's very, it's still pretty unlikely, but it's more reasonable. Um, yeah, and I would say that definitely matches with reality. Uh, who knows? The Coyotes could just unintentionally make the playoffs in a way that pisses off ownership and the management. Um, but I could see something like that happening. I cannot see the Coyotes winning the Stanley Cup, though. That just seems no. crazy. 
no that 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 just seems absolutely just out of like like it just seems otherworldly yeah. <laughs> uh if the coyotes go on to win the stanley cup we have entered a different universe it's like the berenstein <laughs> bears berenstein bears thing the mandela effect is real and we are careening into alternate realities uh, to to those Marvel fans, if the Arizona Coyotes win the Stanley Cup, the TVA will come for us all. Yes. <laughs> if you are an old school DC Comics fan, if the Coyotes win the Stanley Cup, Superboy Prime has been punching reality very hard. <laughs> uh, here comes some more bets for the Arizona Coyotes. Regular season awards, Jack Adams Trophy, Coach of the Year. Andre Torney has plus 10,000 odds to win. I mean, no offense uh, to the coach, uh, to good old Bear. If he wins the coach of the year, the Coyotes got the wrong coach. (laughs) (laughs) Because you do not have a tank season and your coach win the Jack Adams. Those are two very different things. Yeah, yeah, de- oh, most definitely. Draco Trickwin, odds to win the Norris Trophy, plus 4,000. Yeah, slightly, like, a thing that could potentially happen. I would say that's maybe a bit too low, but Trickwin uh, doesn't, he's starting to get name recognition, but he doesn't exactly have it yet, so. Here's, like, I'll do the last two for the Coyotes, then we'll go on to some other NHL or other hockey ones. Yeah. We got Stanley Cup final matchup. Bet Online has, you can bet on what the matchup is going to be at this point, um, even before the season starts. And if you bet that the Arizona Coyotes will face the Ottawa Senators in the Stanley Cup final, your odds will be plus 500,000. Ugh. It is it is glorious. Um, if you want to bet that bet, I want you to just send me the money, and I will make that bet for you. Um, A one dollar bet, you could win five thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm tempted to do it. Uh, <laughs> And it's not just the Senators. The the Coyotes are the same odds with the Red Wings and the Blue Jackets and the Sabres. Um, I kind of want to put just a dollar on all of them and throw away four dollars. Um, but but it, I'm not. Well, an why op- not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I am just because very- you can win that much money. Yeah. <laughs> Again, if it happens, we are in an alternate reality, and it seems like a better one. Um, I'll be rich, and the Coyotes will have made the Stanley Cup final. That's uh, I, I like this new reality that we live in. The best odds for a Stanley Cup matchup for the Coyotes is if they place Tampa Bay, and that's and even then, that's still plus forty seven thousand five hundred. I, I just that's I know it's not like this, but I just want to imagine the scenario where that happens. Like 
I can't even picture it. It's like such a fantasy, and I love it. It's it's glorious. <laughs> all right, final bets here. Um, that's that's all. That's it for the Arizona Coyotes bets. Let's just go ahead and go to some of the other bets that you might want to bet on because again, you because now you can. Uh, Ovechkin breaks Gretzky's all-time goal record. Now it doesn't say that it has to be this season. Obviously, it can't be this season. He has to do 160, 100 and, it 160, 180, right? Um, okay. So just for everyone, uh, Ovechkin has 730 goals. Gretzky, 894. So he is going to need 165 goals. Yeah, so this is just pretty much means if Jez Ovechkin can do it before he retires, before he leaves the NHL. No will yield you minus 300. So now you have to put a pretty decent bet to make some at least decent return off of it. Yes is plus 200. So bet online is betting is the odds are against him. Which is, I mean, again, yes, like like what we were saying before the, before we were recording, uh, Ovechkin has to score, has to be over a 40 goal pace each of the next four seasons. And he's 35. Yeah. Like this, that's, is it difficult? Yes. If there's someone that can do it, is it Ovechkin? Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely a difficult accomplishment. I don't think anyone is going to argue that. Um, and, and when we're talking about betting, we're also talking about like, you know, what people think. And breaking a Wayne Gretzky record just sounds wrong. If you yeah. know, if you know enough about hockey, or if you know a moderate amount about hockey, you know that Ovechkin is in that run. If you know next to nothing, and you hear like, "Where are the odds that someone breaks one of Wayne Gretzky's records?" You're like, "Absolutely not. That's not going to happen." I think it's very possible. Uh, he seems dedicated to doing it. Uh, he has not slowed down. It's not like the Capitals look like they're going to be falling apart. Um, when we're talking about older athletes, like things can definitely deteriorate really quickly. But I think he's got a good chance. I would, I would bet for him to make to beat the record. In half a season, in the shortened season last year, he was he scored like what? What did we say? Twenty six goals, right? Something like that. Um, let me see. Uh, 24 goals. 24 goals. That's still good. That's a good pace for a shortened season, for COVID shortened season. Yeah. And the prior season, he had 48, 51, 49. Like, Alex Ovechkin scores goals. It's what he does. Um, I, I think even though it's like, again, that is a hard chase to chase after Gretzky's record. Um, because I mean, obviously we were speaking different eras. That you know, I mean, Gretzky played in an era where goal scoring was extremely prevalent. Yeah. Um, uh, Ovechkin played through like a second dead puck era where not very many people were scoring goals, yeah. and he's still close to that record. Um, that is amazing. I think, and that's why, honestly, Gretzky. Like, and I obviously like, uh, like I don't want to make this a Gretzky segment, but 
Um, I just want to mention this too, that, I mean, he will go down as one of the, like the greatest NHL goal scorer to live. Like, even if he doesn't break the record, he still will be the greatest NHL goal scorer in a lot of people's minds. Uh, Absolutely. Um, He, Alex Ovechkin scores goals in a way that we just don't see. Um, Heck, uh, we, I, I don't even know, like, the last time I haven't heard a goal scorer of a generational talent, like, not referred to as the next Alex Ovechkin. Like, Patrick Laine was going to be Ovechkin and ended up not being. Like, it feels, it's going to be difficult, but it would feel wrong if he didn't get the record. Uh, yeah. I'll say that. It- it will feel wrong if he doesn't get the record just because it, like, I feel like this, yeah, like it was like the moment was like made for him. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Anyways. And it felt like he slowed down. Like if he had like been decreasing in goals the past few seasons, that'd be like one thing, but he's been still consistent to this day, which is just phenomenal. I mean, we know that the 35 mark is like, it's, it's like a death sentence for a lot of, uh, a lot of hockey players, like once you reach 35, like and once you reach 30, you're already in the clan, but 35, it's like, ooh, boy, you're just, <laughs> you're just hanging on there now. <laughs> we Let's just change subjects. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, we're talking, like we're talking hockey here, you know, in the, in the regular world, guys, 35 is, is still very young. Um, sure. Sure. Anyways, uh, final betting lines I want to share with you guys that you can make a bet on. Is the win is the gold medal winner for the Winter Olympics for this next uh, next Olympic cycle, twenty twenty two, in Beijing. The uh, Canada is the best odds at plus two hundred. USA right behind them at plus three hundred, and I think they shared around the same odds with the uh, Olympians from Russia. It feels weird that it's this close because I think the general consensus is Canada is going to have one of the best lineups in the history of hockey at the Olympics. Um, I think they are overwhelmingly the favorites. Uh, I do not even know what USA is going to be. That feels strange. What do you think? Yeah, I mean... I was surprised by that being close too. I was expecting to be like Canada being like um, either even odds or like minus a hundred yeah. and then U S but at like plus around where they are right now, like plus 300. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it before. Uh, we get like uh Cal McCarr and Jacob Chikrin as the top pairing. Uh, it's projected, see- obviously, used to, but because we, we still have months until the actual roster yeah. gets put together. Sure, sure. Um, but I mean, just looking at what Team Canada can be, like they should be the overwhelming favorites. I would bet all of the money on them that I was going to bet. I would not even consider USA in the same breath. And maybe that's because I haven't looked at deep enough into Team USA. But I mean. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, you don't. That's how. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting. But those are the betting lines that we have for you, and um, hope you guys 
take that as you will. Um, I won't make any, like, well, I made a couple predictions on what I think, but like, I won't go ahead and tell you right now, absolutely make this bet because 90% of these bets, I highly say don't do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, I wouldn't do any of the bets that I suggested, uh, except for maybe that $1, uh, for the coyotes, just because that seems fun, but we are so way too early for anything. I would not do any of serious betting for any of this. Yeah, obviously, if you're betting this weekend uh, for the uh, for the first bit of Arizona sports betting, you're betting on the first week of the NFL. You're betting on college football. You're betting on baseball. You're betting on sports that are happening right now. Um, so, I mean, obviously. We'll keep you guys updated with odds as the season gets closer and even as games approach because that's what actually won't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would say just a prediction. We're going to be telling you not to bet the Coyotes a lot. Yeah, we will. Uh, well, to- we will decide other bets. Like, like we'll look at other bets, but game besides the Coyotes to win. Because, yeah, we'll say it. We'll, we, I don't. The chances of us saying the Coyotes are going to win a game are very low. I think maybe the only exception if they're playing like Detroit or Buffalo, um, and then maybe they might steal a one game to uh, Colorado. But that's about it. <laughs> they're just somehow really good against St. Louis again. Uh... <laughs> Oh, I can't wait, guys! You guys know we've been doing cross a crossover series with each of the, um, each each of the central division teams. I can't wait just to, just to uh, make like to have a uh, poke fun with the uh, St. Louis Blues team because <laughs> 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 I know they hate us. They hate us so bad. So bad. Um, anyways. We are way over time on this episode, so we need to go ahead and cut this uh, end right now. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of, of uh, Locked on Coyotes. And hey, if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. Also, interact with us on social media. I am at Yonder one the Locked on Coyotes Twitter account at LO underscore Coyotes. Carl, let us know where you can find where we can find you. Uh, I'm at Carl Pavlock FFH. Follow all of us. Interact with us. We can answer an- answer questions that you have. Um, I can even put any questions you have on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to how long.